Arian here, New Hope Radio. So good to be with you today. Got something different we're going to do. And uh, kind of wanted to do this for a little while. We're going to bring you today a sample of the Hope Club devotionals. And, uh, you know, maybe it's something that you'll connect with. You know, we do need to uh, begin the day with God every day, don't you think? You know, we have a routine in the morning, right? Get up. Probably uh, wash up, go to the bathroom, have a cup of coffee, breakfast, make your lunch, go to work. It's your routine. But meeting with God, oh yeah, it's part of our routine too. And the whole club devotionals, <laughs> that can be part of it. I want to thank the many that are in the Hope Club because you do keep us on the air. You pay our radio bill $3 a week and man, we are here. We thank you for that. So I'm going to play you some recent devotionals. I like these. You know why? They're about Jesus. They're all about the Lord. The more you know Him, the more you love Him, and the more you trust Him. So we're going to whoop it up today to draw close to Jesus. You know, these devotionals, what they do is they bring you the Word of God. And wasn't it Jesus that said, listen, if you continue in my Word, you're going to be free. You'll be free. You'll know the truth. And that's what the truth is going to do for you. It's going to set you free. I don't know about you, but I like to start off every day free. And I like to start off every day knowing that I'm in a good place with God. So... Let's take a listen to our first devotional. They're all about the Lord Jesus. And this one is basically basic Christian doctrine that Jesus is the Son of God. I want you to really think about this. Pay close attention. Listen carefully. Jesus is the Son of God. This week in the Hope Club... We're going to talk about the best topic of all. We're going to talk about Jesus. You know, it's important that we really know Jesus. It's one thing to know about him. Oh, but it's another thing to know him. You know, you can know about a person, but when you know them, that's what makes it personal. Makes it intimate. The more you know someone, the closer you become to them. So we'll spend our time this week in the Hope Club drawing closer to Jesus by getting to know him more and more and more. We're going to begin today in Matthew chapter 16. And Jesus went to the disciples in verse 13. And he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Now Jesus confessed that he was the Son of Man, and that's a, a title of deity. But he's asking, what do, what do the other people say about who the Son of Man is? And they said, well, some say John the Baptist, uh, Elijah, others say Jeremiah, one of the prophets. So people in that day, they kind of had their own 
idea of who Christ would be, the, who the Messiah would be when he came. And then he said to the disciples themselves, who do you say that I am? And good old Peter, you know, he's always the first one to jump up and answer. And Simon Peter answered and said, oh, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You know, Peter knew who Jesus was. And that's why he became such an extraordinary servant to the kingdom. We know he had his moment of weakness and he fell away for a bit. Oh, but he bounced back. See, that's the beautiful thing about the Christian life. You might fall away, but you bounce back. Oh, you might get down, but you don't stay down. You might walk away, but you don't stay away. You bounce back. And that's what Peter did because he understood something. He knew who Jesus was. There was another time many of Jesus' disciples left him. He gave him a hard saying, eat my flesh, drink my blood. And they all walked away. Jesus looked at his disciples and he said to them, will you also go away? And once again, Peter jumped up, Lord, where will we go? You have the words of eternal life. There's nowhere else to go. There's no better deal in the world than to follow you. Have you come to that recognition that there's no better deal in the world than to follow Jesus Christ? Mark was a young boy when Jesus was on the was on the uh, mission field. He was conducting his ministry, but he wrote the Gospel of Mark. And when he opened up his Gospel, he said, "The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, Son of God." Oh, he knew too. Something happens to the life of a person that really knows who Jesus is. And I want to tell you something. How do you know if you really know who Jesus is? You know how you know? Because you want to know him. You want to know him in a personal way. That's how you really know if you believe. If you really believe, you want to gravitate to him. You want to be near him. You want to know him. You don't want to just know about him. Oh, did you hear about Jesus? Oh, yeah, he's a good guy. No. You want to know the Messiah, the Lord, King of kings, Lord of all the lords. So Mark, the first thing he said when he wrote his gospel, oh, yeah, Jesus, son of God. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Son of God. Oh, he knew too. Something happens to the life of a person that really knows who Jesus is. And I want to tell you something. How do you know if you really know who Jesus is? You know how you know? Because you want to know him. You want to know him in a personal way. That's how you really 
know if you believe. If you really believe, man, you want to gravitate to him. You want to be near him. You want to know him. You don't want to just know about him. Oh, did you hear about Jesus? Oh, yeah, he's a good guy. No. You want to know the Messiah, the Lord, King of kings, Lord of all the lords. So Mark, the first thing he said when he wrote his gospel, oh, yeah, Jesus, son of God. Oh, yeah, that means he's deity. Son of man, that's deity. These are all titles that refer to Jesus Christ as God. And that's what some of the religious people had a hard time with. See, religious people like religion. They like religion over Christ. It's like, no, God's like, I gave you my son. I didn't give you religion. I gave you my son. Get to know him. Get to know him. And as you know him, walk with him. And as you walk with him, become like him. That's the goal. That's why we want to know Jesus, to become like him. We are the body of Christ in the world. We're the representation of Christ, as Christ was the representation of the Father. Oh, that should make us take our walk very seriously. We're not religious people. We're Christ followers. That makes all the difference. So stay with me all week long here in the Hope Club. Because we're going to draw closer to Jesus. We want to get to know him in a very personal, in a very intimate way. Think about how deep you want to go with knowing Christ. I'll tell you what. Something happens to the life of a person that knows who Jesus is. That's true. Many of you can testify to that. You know it. You know what happened to your life. And see, Jesus came, and what did he do? He presented to us the Word of God. Because remember back in, in the Gospel of John, right in the beginning, John addressed who Jesus was. In the beginning was what? The Word. And the Word was with God. The Word was God, right? He was in the beginning, and then what happened a few verses later? The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. See, that's the value of the Word of God. And I bring you the Word of God and these devotionals every day. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we have a devotional like that. And on Tuesday, oh yeah, it's a Tuesday challenge. <laughs> You're challenged with something to apply from the week's devotionals. And you got all week to work on it. And what do these things do? Well, they're intended to give us a better life, a more Christ-like life. So uh, to me, I'd rather teach about Jesus than about topics because the topics are covered when you teach about Jesus. A lot of preaching today, you don't hear much about Jesus. You hear about topics. But I want to, te I want to teach Christ. And in Christ, we'll have the topics because you know what we need to know them you know the next devotional that follows is something we everybody needs to know and you know what that is that Jesus is the God who became a man now wonder did that ever happen before but no it only happened one time 
And it happened when Jesus Christ took on human flesh and dwelt among us. So picture starting the day with something like this. week in the Hope Club. We're taking a fresh look at Jesus. Oh yeah. We want to know him in a more personal and a more intimate way. Now we know that Jesus is God. We established that Monday. But he also became a man. <laughs> That's interesting. We're going to take a look at that today. When Jesus became a man. We'll be in the Gospel of John. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay, so this Word was back in eternity past, before everything. He was with God, and He was God. He shared the same attributes as God Himself. He was in the beginning with God, John said. And then we get to verse 14, and the Word... Here's where we discover who the Word is. The Word became flesh. What does that mean? The Word became flesh. Whoever the Word was entered humanity, became a man, a human being. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Oh, He lived with us. John is saying, God came down in human form and lived with us. And you can believe me. You know why, John said? Because we beheld his glory. We saw him. Glory as of the only begotten from the Father. And we heard him and we watched him and he was full of grace and full of truth. John is saying, I'm an eyewitness. I'm an eyewitness of the word becoming flesh of Jesus Christ leaving eternity and coming down to earth in his humanity to become one of us. Why did he become one of us? To identify with us, to relate to us, to die for us. God can't die. But in his humanity, Jesus could take on human form and he could die. Why did he die? He died for your sins and mine. He died because we were alienated from God. We were dead to God, separated. And Jesus came and you know what he did? He rebuilt the broken bridge. Yeah, it's like a bridge you can't get across. You can't get from one side to the other when the bridge is broken. So Jesus came and he became that bridge. He became the bridge from man to God. And if man wants to get to God, all he's gonna do is walk across that bridge. That's why Jesus could say, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father but through me. I'm the bridge. It's like, it's okay. Just come by me. And you'll get to God the Father. 
Now we know that when Jesus died as a man, died on the cross, they buried him in a tomb. Oh, the good news is <laughs> he rose from the grave. Now when he rose from the grave, some people, they didn't believe that. They're like, no man, nobody comes back from the dead. Nobody. But I'm going to tell you something. Jesus did. Oh, he certainly did. And he appeared to some of the disciples. And they, when they saw him, they believed. They said, wow, it is Jesus. Oh, they were so happy. But Thomas wasn't there. And they told Thomas, Thomas, the Lord, he came back. He was here. Thomas is like, yeah, right. April Fool's? I don't think so. Well, you know what? Jesus came back again. And he said to Thomas, Thomas, come here. Reach here your finger. See my hands. Reach here your hand and put it into my side. Don't be unbelieving, but believing. In his resurrection body, he still had the wounds. He still had the scars. And I believe that in heaven, Jesus will have the only imperfect body. He'll bear the scars. He'll bear the scars, which are the precious price for our salvation. And then Thomas said, Oh, my Lord and my God. Thomas believed. We have a lot of witnesses that ascribe to the fact that Jesus rose from the dead, never to die again. And you know, the Bible's pretty clear. You believe in Jesus, you're going to rise too. Oh yeah, you're going to rise never to die again. When you look at Jesus Christ, you want to see the gift of God to mankind. The greatest gift we could ever receive. Better than electricity. Oh yeah, better than the washing machine, ladies. It's the gift of eternal life gift of salvation. Everything else is temporal. But what we have in Christ, oh, that's forever. That's eternal. That's why we want to embrace who Jesus is and what he came to do. He's God, came to earth as a man, died for our sins, rose from the dead, so we could live forever with him. Oh, do you know this Jesus? I hope you do. And that's why we have the Hope Club. That's why we want to present it to you. As a matter of fact, if you're not in the Hope Club, I want to give you that invitation right now. Because what you do is you get to start off the day with the Lord Jesus. And you get to, we get blessed by you supporting New Hope Radio with $3 a week. Here's the way it works. You can go to newhopecc.tv, click the giving button, then click e-giving, then choose the fund, radio, put in $3 in the little box, hit submit, fill out your information, email, that kind of thing. And uh, we get $3 a week from you. If you can remember to do it, say like every Friday or something. And then um, every Monday through Friday, you'll get the devotional in your email box. And start off the day. I, I listen to these and I make them. <laughs> I listen to them in the morning because uh, I want to get started off too. I want to get started off. 
on the right foot. I'm going to try to sneak in one more because this, I love this one. This is about Jesus, why he came. He came for those who are sick. Well, this week in the Hope Club, we're drawing extra close to Jesus. You know why? We want to know him. Not just know about him. We want to know him. Jesus did many things in his ministry that kind of surprised people. He did it on purpose. He liked to surprise people. He liked to do things kind of like you can't put Jesus in a box, you know? Just when you think you got them all figured out. He does something and it's like, ugh, I still, I don't have him figured out. The religious crowd, they had a hard time with Jesus because they tried to figure him out and they couldn't. We're going to take a look at one of the qualities of Jesus and I'll tell you what, it's good he has this quality because it helps us. We're going to go back to Luke, or excuse me, Matthew, Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, and I'll pick it up in verse 10. We'll get a little background here. It happened that as he was reclining at the table in the house, Jesus was in the house of a tax collector, and he was reclining at the table. Many tax collectors were there. They were dining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees, you know, the religious leaders, they were like, we're the leaders, we're close to God, not you. Well, when they saw this, they said to the disciples, why is your teacher eating with tax gatherers and sinners? Why, why, why is he with them? They didn't have the guts to ask Jesus, so they asked the disciples. Like, if he's a holy man, why is he with unholy people? If he's a holy man, why isn't he with us? We're holy. We're the holy ones. We're called Pharisees. That means separated ones. We're not like the common people. Oh, no, man. They're sinners. Oh, we're close to God. Can't you tell? Look at how we dress. We wear sharp robes. We have high offices in the synagogue. We get paid good money. Can't you tell? We're holy. Not them. Why is he eating with those people? But Jesus heard it. Well, I'll tell you what. You can mumble and grumble all you want under your breath. God hears it. <laughs> he hears it. How many times did he, he even said, he even told people what they were thinking. They didn't even say it. He said, he'd say things like, why do you reason in your heart? <laughs> Lord, you read my mind? Yeah. How'd you do that? I'm God. That's how. I'm God. Another way he demonstrated he was God. He could read people's hearts. So Jesus heard this little under-the-breath conversation going on. Hey, why is, why is your teacher eating with the disciples? Jesus heard it. And he had a good answer. The answer that he gave them actually explains his whole mission. Why he left heaven took on human form, came to earth, died on a cross, was buried in a tomb, and rose again three days later. Here's the answer that he gave. It is, it is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. And so Jesus is saying, like, well, if you guys are holy rollers, 
Why do I need to come and help you? I've got all these sick people. I'm the doctor. I need to come and help them. And of course, they weren't sick physically. They were sick spiritually. They needed a savior. They were lost. And there was something about Jesus that they fell in love with. Have you done that? Have you fallen in love with Jesus yet? Oh, that makes the difference. So Jesus said to them, go and learn what this means. I desire compassion, not sacrifice. You know, sacrifice was all the religious rituals that they would do. Jesus said, no, I'd rather have you be compassionate toward people. Lift up those that are down. Strengthen those that are weak. Encourage those that are discouraged. Have compassion. I'd rather have you treat people better than do all these religious rituals for God. And then he capped it all off. And he said, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Who are the righteous? Well, it could be those that are already righteous or probably more like those that think they're righteous. They don't need a savior. Got a lot of them. They don't think they need a savior. Most people actually in the world don't think they need a savior. But he said, I came to call sinners, those who acknowledge they need a savior. I need a savior. <laughs> no doubt about it. And I found one. His name is Jesus Christ. And he saved my soul. You're in the Hope Club. I'm pretty sure he saved yours too. That's why he came. He came for those that religion has rejected. And perhaps for those that have rejected religion. And he came to establish a relationship. So he didn't come for the righteous, he came for the sinners. Just like the doctor doesn't go and treat those that are well, he goes and treat those that are sick. That's why Jesus came. Oh, are you in the Hope Club? Email me if you want more information. New Hope Radio, number seven at gmail.com That's it. Get in the Hope Club. Help us out. $3 a week. We'll help you. Great way to start off the day. Let's build up our Hope Club audience because it's a wonderful way to start the day. Thank you for coming along. I'll see you next time for more of New Hope Radio.